Hi, everyone. Hello, hello, hello. We're going to do our regular intro in a second, but we just wanted to give a pre-pre-intro to the interview special spectacular post-season seven wrap behind the scenes. Yes, it's our thing. holiday holiday special. Yes, yes, exactly. It's our holiday gift. Yes. Spectacular. Our present to you. Yes, and yes. A, and, and a gift from the bakers to us I think in a way <laughs> exactly yeah and we're so thankful that we got the chance to speak with Andrew Camila Loic, and Candice it's just been so fun so we're gonna throw it over to our little intro here sit back enjoy have a cup of coffee eat some baked goods do whatever and enjoy these tidbits <laughs> Welcome back to The Cooling Rack, a podcast about the great Canadian baking show where we don't glaze over any of the bakes and there are absolutely no soggy bottoms allowed. My name is Michael. And I'm James. And we are going to throw it to an interview that we did with season seven contestant, semi-finalist, my friend, Andrew. Andrew uh, gave us a gracious amount of time here. <laughs> yes. so I was about to be like, Andrew, say hi, but... <laughs> That's a separately recorded piece. So uh, Andrew is not here right now. Andrew's not here right now. No. So we're going to throw it to that. And um, then after that, we have a little group interview with Candice, Loic, and Camila. Take it away, guys. And we are here with season seven baker, semifinalist, oh my God. Andrew, Andrew, good friend. So glad to have you here. We're so excited that, that, uh, it's so funny all season. I kept thinking like, oh, we'll get Andrew to come on mm. every week. And <laughs> then like life, life is busy. There's a it's lot it, that, yeah, that happens. Right. Life and you're, busy, you're, but... you know, I, I can only imagine for you on the show, like there's so many more things like during the whole time it's airing where you're probably doing so much more like, you know, uh, uh, yeah, like from a, definitely from a social media perspective, right? I'm not, yeah. I was never uh, a poster on social media, very rarely, right? And yeah. uh, the show certainly put me out of my comfort zone in, in terms of kind of advertising myself and yeah. and putting uh, putting more bakes out there. So I had to <laughs> I had to keep a schedule. I kept a schedule on this day I need to do this and this day I need to post that. So yeah. <laughs> I just need to be able to keep it up, right? Oh, I like, well, even for us, like when, when uh, I went to the premiere, right. And I got like those videos with you and Niv and Heather and, and Candace. And then I was like, okay, well, I can't release them like all at once. But then I was like, oh, and I shouldn't release them the same day as the episode. And then the next thing I knew was like, oh shit, it's been like six <laughs> We're weeks. Halfway I, mean, through. I, haven't posted, I haven't posted something from six weeks ago. Like that's actually kind of rude to them, like giving up their time. So oh, anyway. no. I think like, I, uh, I think you have a group of bakers this this season that just love to chat we're always chatting even on wednesday night we had a a big baker chat where i think we got nine out of the ten bakers together for a, a a nice night of chatting and catching up and and talking baking so it was really nice yeah sweet that's awesome so to get things started what was your favorite part about being on the show uh, i think my favorite part about being on the show to be to be honest, I think it was uh, just getting on the show itself. Uh, it really was sort of a, a journey to to get there, and so 
spending, I guess, a, about six years, right, of trying to kind of amp, uh, amp up my game and, and, and practice baking and, and get all the skills down so that I could, could get on the show and, and show Canada essentially what I could do in, in the tent. And, and so that was probably the best part is just hearing those words that I was finally one of the season seven bakers. Um, and then everything on top of that was just, um, frosting and cherries and sprinkles. Right. And, (laughs) and, uh, and, and meeting all of the bakers and getting to bake things that I'd never thought I would ever bake, uh, were just, just kind of all culminated into one of the best experience I've ever had. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. So Andrew, I have heard that, you know, you, you, you have, you know, gone on a journey to get on the show. And I think like, it was so wonderful (laughs) also to see you on the show this season. I think, um, yeah. You, your heart really came across, I think. Oh, that's really you, know, you won a lot of hearts um, yeah. of, of, of the folks. But maybe now that you've been through the process, a little curious, what's something you learned in the tent? Like either about baking or you learned about yourself, other people? Yeah, something I've learned about, uh, about baking in the tent. Actually, really, it was really interesting. It being uh, GCBS being one of my favorite shows, one of the things... Uh, I learned was like everything that goes into making that show, right? And how many people uh, it takes to make that show. Uh, And uh, I thought that was really interesting. It was really interesting to not only bake, but like learn about my favorite show and and how it it operates and how they put everything together, which was really neat. And then there were (laughs) the other piece, I guess, were (laughs) really some technicals. And I think um, learning, learning, uh, about myself and how I am as a, a baker and where perhaps I thought I was going to excel. Actually going in, I thought I was going to be like the number one technical baker uh, mm-hmm. in the tent and that did not happen, right? And I thought, because I thought I was like, oh, I have a science background, I'm like intuitive and I can kind of adapt. But getting into that tent was just like completely, completely different. And being a, a viewer and thinking like, oh, I have like six show, six seasons on my belt. I've watched, I, I feel like I, I, lear- I learned uh, as a viewer how to operate in that tent. And it's not anything like, <laughs> like you, you'd think it would be. And, um, mm. and, and I think we saw it took me a long, long time to adapt, I think, to the, the conditions in the tent and finally start putting things out that I was really proud of. So uh, yeah, between like the operations of the the show and what goes into it, but also kind of just learning uh, learning that uh, the tent is just a very uh, unpredictable environment, and um, uh, and uh, the adapting to the situation certainly took me longer than I thought, and uh, and learning learning that process was certainly certainly a process uh, for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. It's, it's uh, interesting. Like there's, there's so many things going on and like, yeah. you know, there's just uh, uh, a lot where it's also like for pretty much anyone, like the first time they're also having to narrate while they're baking. Right. And you're in like a different space and all of that. Yeah. Yeah. The narr- the narration part was like, was okay. 
um, because I had done like quite a bit, a few bake along, like I do bake alongs at work, right? And part of being baking along, I, I do, I've done them for charity or just for like team building events. And so uh, part of that is uh, showing and demonstrating the, the technique and skill and also talking about it at the same time, right? So that part was actually, <laughs> that part I was actually strangely comfortable with already going into it. Um, it was just everything, everything else. <laughs> I just, I love the, the technical thing to yeah. me is so, is so funny. Like, yeah. you know, so then like, you know, uh, uh, if you get on like a holiday episode in the future, like you're going to like nail like a, a technical, <laughs> well, I'm sure. Yeah. I think like a lot of it was, it, it was a lot of, uh, with the technicals, with the time constraints, right. was a lot of balancing, um, mm. thinking on your feet. Uh, being really detail oriented, but not getting too caught up in the details where you just um, fell behind, <laughs> which happened to me quite a lot. I think I, you get caught in the details and, and sometimes it's not the details you should be getting caught up on. You just need to get something baked, right? And and get it to the oven and, and get it, uh, enough bake time. And then the, the details and decorations and things like that just come afterwards. So um, there there is a little bit of a strategy with it, right? And in terms of what to focus on and what not to focus on, especially around the technical bakes, right? So, yeah. Mm -hmm. And I mean, the other thing too, these were extremely hard technicals. Yeah. Like I've been watching Gibbo this season. Oh and yeah. Like the technicals this season literally have been like, make a cake, like make a, like, oh. like the technicals on GCBS season seven uh, in particular are yeah. just like, yeah. they were really, really hard. Oh yeah. This was like, you know, I felt like part of it, especially towards the end, it felt like, like a lot of technicals were like Kyla's. She was like, this is my favorite food of all time. Oh, yeah. This is my second most important uh, bake of all time well, we, did, we did one we did one of bruno's favorite bakes and we did one of kyla's yeah. favorite bakes i don't know if they've ever mentioned one of their favorite bakes and as soon as we all hear we heard it i think we we didn't actually find out about uh, that it was their favorite bakes until they actually started like pre right before they started judging and like i you probably didn't get the groans and like the like oh no because we were Oh, I don't know, like 75% of us were butchering their favorite bakes <laughs> on, <laughs> on national television. Um, but yeah, they were really, they were really tough. And a lot, uh, many of them had quite a few components with them. So mm. um, it was when you lifted up that gingham towel or whatever that was over top and you got the, looked at the instructions and there'd be like pages and pages of instructions. Uh, it, oh, you right. just needed to kind of take a breath and like, get over the the overwhelming feeling of all the steps and just just kind of get into it but they were they were really really tough they really tested our technical ability uh this season and time management and uh, a bunch of other other things but um we also learned a lot out of them too right so um and that's that's a, a key thing or a great thing coming out of the show too yeah so what would you say over the course of the season was your hardest bake, like, like you know, um, either expected or unexpected? And then conversely, which bake were you most proud of? Like, do you mean like uh, overall baking the tent or like kind of coming up yeah, with the, the recipe and, and going... Uh, like the recipe development and and that portion of you can answer both, both. okay why not both yeah. whatever you want yeah. um i think actually the most difficult bake uh going into the tent was actually the rasmalai um it was a bake that i had never heard before I'd never heard of the dessert before uh and it was uh, a little bit out of my comfort zone in terms of um 
the balancing of the flavors and the spices and, and, and that sort of thing. And it actually, I think I went, I probably tested the recipe and different components of it about seven or eight times. It was probably the bake that I actually practiced the most and spent the most time developing because I was so uncomfortable with what what it was and because it was spice week making sure all the spices were balanced and you could taste every single flavor that went into that bake so i would say that was probably the most difficult one difficult bake for me in terms of the development of it yeah wow yeah and then what about in the tent itself most difficult bake in the tent outside of the technicals um it can be a technical, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, like uh, in terms of the technicals, uh, I have to run through them all. There's so many of them. Um, mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Like in hindsight, really, like if you look at all the technicals, you know what the the, the hardest uh, tech uh, probably the big was probably the canefe to be honest like in it, it because it was very much a stovetop bake right and being able to mm -hmm. um almost have a, a a sixth sense of when when it was finished right and so uh and, and making my own phyllo pastry was was an interesting interesting one too but i think um many of us were, were comfortable with an like or became comfortable had to adapt to the oven that we used in the tent and got there but when you're doing stovetop cooking and you can't see <laughs> what's what's happening underneath and uh that one was a, a pretty tough one and i think you probably saw like in the episode a lot of us overcooked that first side realize and then realized oh um we needed to to kind of change our uh, strategy in, in, in baking and flipping it, uh, uh, flipping it over and baking it on the other side. So that was a really tough one to, to be able to navigate and, and get cooking because stovetop baking um, is uh, a skill I think that many of us kind of forget about um, and don't practice. Oh, totally. It's something, it's something I'd never even considered. I was like, mm -hmm. is that baking? And I guess it, it is like, but just not as I considered it. Yeah. yeah, Michael was like, that's not baking. Yeah, that's yeah. not fair. I was, I was like, like Michael, no, it is baking. Like, it is baking. <laughs> it is the process. But it was very yeah. tasty. It was a really, really tasty bake. Yeah, we got slices of mm. our canefe afterwards and we were eating them in the, the van on the way back to the, the hotel. And it was a really good bake, even though many of us maybe in some ways butchered Kyla's favorite dessert, but um it was still edible and <laughs> that's good we could eat we could eat some of those the, the canafe so it was really really good but it was a, a tough one yeah a tough one to, to go yeah. through yeah and so then which was your favorite or your most proud of uh the bake that i was most proud of um i like i think there are probably two right uh the the first one is the the um, uh the kitsch cake Right. Mm. Uh, so the kitsch cake, I think, uh, for, uh, for a number of reasons, is cakes are usually kind of my thing. They're my favorite thing to make. And uh, I was really excited about the flavors uh, of this one and, and kind of wanted to carry the theme through the kitsch and through the shake shop um, kind of um, a theme following through. And then also, I think it was the very first bake I put in front of the judges that actually got... <laughs> perfect like really glowing glowing uh, glowing reviews and the i think the one bake even though it was about more than halfway through the competition or through the show it finally kind of made me realize that this this 
I, I deserve to be here, right? Like I, I finally did something and, and put something in front of the judges that I was really, really proud of. So that's number one. And number two, it, which kind of surprised me, was actually the Spice Week uh, showstopper, the windmill. Mm. Um, I, and Mark, my partner Mark will tell you, I was really, really hesitant about that bake, uh, just in terms of the, the architectural, maybe, I didn't know how architectural it was, right? Putting together um, a, uh, a Kronzakaka, I was like, oh, is this really architectural? But uh, as as I was putting it together and putting it in front of the judges and the comments I received from like Kyla and Bruno really validated the sort of the um, the strategy and technique and then also um, just the using a bake to my advantage in the architectural structure. I think using and thinking outside the box a little bit there, that was definitely uh, a proud moment for me and also got me star baker. So I was really, mm -hmm. really happy with those two bakes. Yeah. I love the palette of your shake shop. Oh, cake. thank you. Like I, like, I, I think you hit kitsch like right <laughs> on like the nail on the head and it was gorgeous. Like those colors were so vibrant. Yeah. It was a, yeah, I think a, a lot of people beautiful. kind of threw it, put an, uh, a nod out to the colors of, uh, maybe a fairy favorite book series. We all like all have like the, the, the palette of the green and the purple and with the cherries and stuff. I didn't actually think about that until I actually saw, saw it, but, but, um, yeah, it, they it, they were just my they're just my favorite colors, right? And I thought like if I wanted to go kitschy, I need to put these like three colors together that maybe you maybe and might not kind of see uh, together all the time. But like, yeah, I was super super proud of that one. Um, it was it was a cool one, and I love to pipe too. I find piping very mm. very soothing. <laughs> it's just like. You can just sit there and, and it's sort of, I, in some ways, repetitive, but at the same time, it just, um, uh, I think it's just a great way to make things look really elegant and, uh, mm -hmm. and beautiful, right? So, yeah. Oh, totally. Like I said, I said on the podcast, like your, your pipe work is always so good. And it's so interesting because sometimes when you watch the show, there are bakers who are literally like handshaking. It's not to say that doesn't still yeah. happen for you, I'm sure, at some points, yeah. but, um, like if you love to pipe, that probably makes it easier than if you hate piping and now need to just pipe for like 45 yeah. minutes. Right? Yeah, well, so, it was like, yeah. it was bake, bake the cakes, get them stacked, put the base layer of icing on. And then like, actually it was just like sitting in this, I was like, oh, now I'm like kind of in my zone. I can do my favorite, the fav mm. my favorite part of this bake, right? Which is decorating and piping, right? And um, and I wanted to make sure leading up to that, I had enough time to do it. Right. So that I, I could relax and, and, and get the details in, uh, piping quickly is not, not fun, but when you have the time to do it, it's yeah, it's super relaxing and, and, uh, enjoyable. <laughs> so on that, Andrew curious, what advice would you give to other aspiring bakers who want to get on the show, you know, from your journey and also being on it recently? Yeah. What advice? I think like, uh, I got some great advice myself before getting on the show. And I think one of the reasons why it may have uh, taken a few attempts. And I think it really starts from the very beginning, sort of at that audition stage, right? Like everybody who applies knows how to bake and, and likely has the skills to bake and, um, and to be able to apply those in the tent. But one thing is just, it, it's also about um, being yourself, right? And, and um, 
I think also uh, trying to emote or relate a lot of your personality and stories and and inspirations of why you bake uh, into something that's uh, I guess almost inspirational and tangible for uh, for people who are watching, right? And I think for me personally, and I think you saw a lot of other bakers in the tent, like a lot of the things we baked had a story behind them and they were something that we could really connect to. And I think you put out your best baking and your best personality and uh, um, through baking when you can connect to your bake in that sort of that sort of way, right? And I think um, that would be my advice to to bakers. Just it's not always just baking for the sake of baking, but when you can connect to your bake and put a story behind your your bake, mm-hmm. I think you you come out with a product that um, um, just just demonstrates more of who you are in that technical perspective, but um, it, it just, I think it's just a, mel- a more well-rounded bake that way. Yeah. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Well, we appreciate you taking the time. Is there anything, is there anything you want to add? We don't take up too much of your time. Uh, no, this has been great. I like this. This is fun. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it's you, fun. Right. I told you, I know. If like you need we... commentary or somebody for, for season eight, let me know. <laughs> Yeah, oh, no, yeah, no, totally. totally. We'll we'll have like a, a local reporter. A we'll like you know we'll, we'll hand you a microphone and a green screen, and we'll just put you in on the show. And <laughs> yeah. like you know, uh, oh, it could be like play by play, like like uh, uh, like you know, hockey night or whatever. Like oh, and he's going in like oh uh, yeah. ah, like you know, big yeah. mistake. It, like, yeah, it's like the like the person from like Iron Chef, right? The person that kind of goes on the floor and like kind of. Uh, reports back what's happening and that sort of thing right yeah yeah anyway well you know i've been listening to your podcast from day one right so a big big fan it's uh it's fun to it's fun to it's when the the episode airs and then you listen to the podcast and get the the rehash and you almost kind of catch details uh from a a viewer uh, a viewer perspective that some of us don't get so it's really really fun to to watch yeah. and and I always uh, appreciate a good comparison between GCBS and Drag Show, so appreciate that as well. That's all we know. That's all we know. We we don't know baking, but we can we can like just quote. Uh, we know reality competition. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. They're yeah. interchangeable. Yeah. You do a great job. Yeah, wow. yeah, interchangeable. Yeah. <laughs> They just sort of fold they into do. one another, yeah. right? Like it just, it just both happens. creative. So, yeah. Well, Andrew, thinks yeah, that, both but... creative outlets, right? Baking and drag, right? So, yeah, exactly. Totally. Someone needs to do a drag cake. Oh. Like you know, that would be like you know, kitsch is like probably a, uh, almost your like, favorite. Uh, like kitsch is probably was, the closest yeah. closest bake we've probably done so far. Like in terms of drag, right? Like wigs on wigs on wigs, cakes, cakes on yeah. cakes on cakes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. a little less yeah. good. Yeah. Entremets. Oh, don't, just, don't yeah. talk about and then there's just like someone doing the splits. <laughs> I'm <know>, sorry. <laughs> Amazing. Cool. Well, Andrew, thanks yeah, so much for joining us. We really appreciate it. And it's just been like the best. The best watching oh, you on the season, like it's, it's been a lot of fun. Such a such a joy. Yeah, yeah. It was a dream come true for sure. So it's gonna. 
probably take up real estate in my my memories for the the rest of time so it was great yeah. amazing and I can't wait to keep eating yeah. more of their baking. What I never so got, spoiled. I never, yeah, yeah, I know. Getting I access like that. My baking yet, right? So no, I would like to try your baking. I would like to try anything. It's all anything. Anything. if you have a request, but he, he keeps on going on. I know I have to make the 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 cake, the peach cake from the technical from week seven. Mm. I know I have to do that for for Michael Brown. But if you have a request, let me know, James. Always happy to. I will. I. I'm going to yeah, go back and scan. Good. I'm yeah. going to go scan yeah. the weeks and be like, this is the one. This is the one. Yeah. Mm, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. We know not to tread those grounds. We know not to tread those grounds. Yeah. yeah. I really appreciate yeah, it. Sure. Yeah. I, I do look yeah. forward to All it. All right, guys. Awesome. All right. We are here with the final three of season seven. Uh, Candice, Camila, and the season seven winner, Loic. Thank you all so much for being here. It's so fun to do a group interview. Hello. It's exciting to be here. Hi. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Top three. Top oh, my three. goodness. Yeah, yeah, what yeah. fun. Fun times. Um, so to get things started, I guess for, for each of you here, um, what was your favorite part about being on the show? And let's see, Camila, let's start with you. Sounds good. Um, I think it was the people, <laughs> like by far, right? And, and there's like several aspects to that. Um, obviously, one is that they were all incredibly talented bakers. And as a result, I'm such a better baker now. Um, but in general, it's just the community that you build with them, right? Um, you're cut off from like your usual support systems and it's mm. still a very stressful environment. So you form bonds really fast um, because you're relying on them for like your emotional support. Um, and, and since then, like we've seen each other like more times than I thought we would. And it's amazing, right? Like both Candace and Loic and also Niv went to my wedding, which is crazy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and Loic came here for a weekend just so we could watch the semifinal together. Um, and like I see Andrew a lot because we're both in Toronto. We're planning to go to Montreal soon so we can see Rainier and Andy. Um, and I've also met like a bunch of bakers from other seasons. And and I think that community, like especially as an adult, where like <laughs> making friends and like building communities is so hard, was my favorite part of the show. That's awesome. That's so that's so true, right? Like as as an adult, there's less and less opportunities to sort of make new friends, especially mm. so many friends all at once, right? <laughs> but it really is like the adult version of first day at, at school, right? <laughs> and I totally yeah. get the pressure builds bonds. I mean, like, I think that's it. Like it, yeah. it, it really is you form, you storm and form really quick, I imagine. Yeah. It's awesome. a, okay, Candace, like a shared yeah. trauma, right? <laughs> I think that's I think even that's what we've we've thought about once like when we watch you guys in the tent obviously editing aside but like where all the pressure is it's like yeah I think there's some shared trauma <laughs> being refined and developed here for sure awesome Candice what about yourself well I mean it's so for sure it's the people but just to give some variety and and perspectives I think it was really it was really unique to actually be able to focus on like one thing, like in such a concentrated way and like have experts, like other experts, like right there. And like the other bakers mm -hmm. all have their specialties, the things they're really good at. And, you know, so we figure out, you know, together kind of problem solve and we uh, around a bake. And then you, on top of that, the feedback from, um, from Kyla and Bruno is really good. It's stuff 
like I was having aha moments in the tent, like all the time around, oh, that makes sense. <laughs> and then, um, and then also the culinary team really um, are, you know, really well educated around uh, baking and giving constant ideas and, and suggestions. So I think from a pure learning experience and, and just like, I mean, I'm, I have a busy life. I have a, you know, very fast paced, high stress career. And then, you know, three kids, there's just always something going on. I, I, I can never kind of just focus on, on baking. And so that was really nice. Was there a lot of group problem solving in the tent? Like we saw some of the interactions, but can't, yeah, just nodding. Yeah, you floor. don't see yeah. as much uh, of the helping in the tent. But then there was also like, you know, sort of in the tent aside, there was so much that was happening like during our practice times as well, like where we were like, oh, this isn't working or mm. it's not rising or my puff isn't puffing. Like, you know, it's uh, there's a lot of, <laughs> of troubleshooting that's happening in the in the practice areas as well. Oh yeah, like every second outside of the tent is helping each other, building skills. Uh, there's a great story of Candice and I are, are walking towards the tent. We're probably a couple meters away. And Candice is talking about the dowels and the cake plates she's going to use in her kitsch cake. And I'm like, dowels? <laughs> cake plates? Like, what are those? Like, I'm not a cake baker myself. And then Candice just has like 10 meters to like bring me up to speed on those things. And I walk in the tent and I say, culinary, I need everything Candice is using today. <laughs> like, I'm doing it as well if she's doing it. So there was just like so much help at all time. It was great. <laughs> Amazing. And so Loic, what was your favorite part? Of well, obviously, Camille and Candice touched on like two super important things, like the community, uh, was, was is the number one thing uh but i also like to touch on the community after the show uh mm -hmm. there's so many people from our families or just from our towns who kind of gathered around watching the show uh and also like the community of international bakers uh from australia from the from england from the us mm -hmm. uh basically every country that 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 has a franchise of the baking show uh, bakers from past seasons have been reaching out, encouraging us. Um, that's really that's really been motivating for me after. Um, and I think maybe one thing that we haven't talked about that I that I really enjoyed is the dimension of storytelling throughout the show. Uh, you only see glimpse of our interviews, but we spend so much time interviewing. We spend quite a bit of time bringing pictures and backstories of our bake. Mm. Uh, and that's really something that I learned to enjoy as we went on. I started planting little references and Easter eggs to my own bakes throughout the season or just kind of emphasizing some of my ambitions in the interviews, knowing that maybe that was going to fail and that it would have amazing content of me being like, I'm going to do this and this was not going to happen. So, yeah. Loic, you're like in production, you know, <laughs> partly <laughs> you're helping out. Well, I think, I mean, yeah, well, it's, it's, it's really, a, oh, go ahead, Candice. No, I was going to say, like, Loic was really, really smart about kind of what they would need on camera, right? Like, and, and the things that they would pick up on and that they needed to tell the mm -hmm. story. And like, he had a constant commentary. He had a running comment, 100% of the time Loic was talking. <laughs> but like talking, whether or not there was someone there listening, because you never know, like production's always listening. And, um, and I thought that was great, actually, like it's because he's such a storyteller it comes through in his bakes. And, um, and he's very thoughtful about everything, everything that he does in the tent. 
Yeah, to me, that was really a teamwork with production, uh, with culinary, with the other bakers to to make the show. Because we, we, most mm. of us are there because we love the baking show. And mm -hmm. when I got there, I was like, we might as well make the best season ever. Because, yeah. I think you did. It is. It is. Like, it is really one of good. Yeah, like yeah, we've been yeah, watching. Yeah. It is one of the best seasons ever. I think, yeah, especially yeah. of GCPS. Oh, like, absolutely. But, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's outstanding, and and so congrats to all of you and your skill there. So, what would you say is one thing that you each learned in the tent? And that can be like a small thing, and that can be a big thing. It can be about yourself. It can be about baking. Loic, we'll start with you. I personally learned a lot about time management and not just in terms of planning, but also in terms of pace. Um, I'm someone who can go really fast or someone who can go pay a lot of attention to detail and learning to bake in the tent was really about learning how to separate those, those moments and being like, okay, like that stage is as fast as I can. And this other stage is where I need to take a break, take time to taste things, make sure that everything is perfect before I can move on to another fast paced moment. And as you see me doing maybe the, the nine first bakes, I'm really finding my groove uh, with this time management. Sometimes I'm going too fast and the textures are wrong or the taste is wrong. Um, so that's, that's something I learned as a baker in the tent this year. Awesome. Candace? Uh, I think it was that I'm not as good as time at time management as I thought I was. <laughs> 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 I, you know, I, well, I don't know. I thought like from a, like, a, you know, they ask a lot, you know, what are the work skills that you're bringing into the tent that are going to mm -hmm. help you? And time management would be like number one and planning. So I think I always had a really solid plan, but time just gets away from you. I think you don't really realize you also don't have like a clock or, you know, like it's, I guess we, we had watches and stuff, paying attention, mm -hmm. knowing exactly when we started. It's all kind of mm -hmm. heavy cavey and you're not exactly sure what's going on at any point in time. And so then there was this constant um, like replanning kind of on the go to figure out um, kind of what you're going to do next. So I'd say, yeah, yeah uh, not not as good at time management. <laughs> So when there's the, the like, uh, uh, Alan or Anne doing the, like, bakers, you have an hour left. Like, are you literally actually, like, shocked? Like, you don't even, like, you're not paying attention to the time and all of a sudden you're like, oh, crap, like, <laughs> there's only that much time left? Or, or do you sort of generally know where you are, like, along the way? I, I always put a, a timer on my watch. Um, mm. I'm, I, I have a lot of time blindness, um, like, it is a problem that I've had my whole life, and that's why I'm late to everything. But <laughs> um, I, I I knew from the start I, I I needed to have that like constant check of being like, okay, how much time do I have? How much time do I have? Um, so I I was never necessarily surprised, but like we we could get time checks at any point, right? Like regardless of whether you had it on your wrist, you could always ask how much time oh, okay. was left. It's, it's not like a secret where like no, after yeah. it starts, then they're like, we'll only tell you no, in two we, hours and you just have yeah, to guess. Yeah, we had to ask no, like at any point, you could say like, how, like time okay. check. <laughs> I, but it's I, fascinating I that you have to ask way, for it. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, James. Oh, no, I was going to say, but it's fascinating that you you have to ask for it. I always made an assumption that there was a clock like at the front like or something giant, that was, yeah. you know, showing they, you all. Okay. They do tell us, fun. like, they'll give us, like, say, the hour or half hour, like, mark, like, you know, 30 minutes remaining or whatever, mm. something like that. But in between, especially at the end, then it'll be like, it, 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 and depending on what's going on, you you know that you have, like, say, 30 minutes to 
finish everything, everything. It's kind of, it takes 10 minutes to do this and 10. And so then you can ask for, you know, you know, Grace, give me a, a time check every ten, five minutes. Like, just let me know every time another five minutes has passed. And then that helps, helps figure out kind of where you are. Yeah. And production has a really good grasp on the bakes we are making. Sometimes they'll walk by you and be like, they are not on track. And they'll tell you, they'll be like, there's an hour and a half left. Like with that tone that you know, it's you're in trouble. <laughs> That's too funny. I love that. Um, I, I yeah. never thought there'd be like agile baking on the go. That sounds very, very scary. Definitely. <laughs> uh, I needed my, uh, my scrum board there to help me. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> totally. And Camila, what about you? What was the the one thing you learned? Uh, I, I think I learned to be more confident in my baking, which is like mm -hmm. at, at the first few episodes, like I think people would describe me as humble, but I think it was insecure, <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> which is like it's it's not necessarily a good thing, right? Um, oh wow, kind of looks so good. Sorry, sorry. Um, yeah, I, I think people would describe me as as humble, but I think it was more insecure than humble, which. Um, was kind of eye-opening as I was going through that I was just like so insecure in my baking especially being surrounded by people that were so good I was like oh like huge imposter syndrome right mm -hmm. um, but I, I like especially re-watching it I, I, I saw the progress of like me actually believing in myself and like kind of taking more risks and being a bit more bold with what I was doing um, because I was more confident that I could do it <laughs> um yeah. so i i do think i learned to be more confident in like even outside of the tent i'm baking things now that i would have never tried to do before right um and 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 i think I, it was very exciting to see like that arc <laughs> i'm like wow i like i at the end i'm like yeah i i can i can do this right like i'll i'll figure it out um so i i think that was very exciting Awesome. Um, and then for each of you, what would you say was the hardest bake that you did in the tent? Like whether you, you thought it was the hardest or like the one that sort of surprised you by being the hardest. Or maybe do you want to combine these? Like yeah. what, what was the hardest bake? And then what bake are you the most proud of yeah. from the season? And Camila, we'll start uh, with you. I think the hardest bake for me was the kitsch cake. Um, and the reason I thought it was the hardest is because I, it was the one I connected the least with. Um, I, I was very, um, like, I didn't want to make it. <laughs> <laughs> so, and, and, you know, like, when I was trying to, like, come up with what to do, I was trying to be like, oh, I want to do something that, like, <laughs> like, breaks, like, the, 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 the kitsch cake aesthetic, because I don't like it. Um, and I think I just kept putting more challenges on myself um, mm. in, in trying to like just not do what the group said just because I do not like that style of cake and I'm, I never do it. So I, I never connected with the bake. Um, like it, it tasted good, like it was fine, um, but I wasn't excited to make it, right? Like I, I wouldn't, like when I was practicing, I wasn't like, oh, and then I can show, like give this to my friends or whatever, right? I was like, I just need to get through this. I, mm. I, I need to go up with something. So I, I really disliked doing it. And I, I, I think it showed at the end. Um, it was not something that I was super happy to make. Um, the bake that I'm most proud of was my entry maze. <laughs> um, and, oh and, my God, yeah. I think it's because in contrast, I connected so much with those, right? Mm -hmm. Like 
I, I did have like a solid story behind it. Um, they were like, well, obviously my like parents' favorite flavors, but also flavors that I enjoyed um, because I grew up with my parents. So I inevitably also like the things they like. Um, so I was excited to eat them. They tasted good and they were like also very Colombian flavors. So it was mm-hmm. like also exciting to showcase that. Um, and I love my parents. So it was very cool to just like do something for them because they do everything for me, right? Um, so I think, that, that that was the main reason for both of us. It's like with one, I really, really connected with the other one. I think so. <laughs> That's awesome. And Loic, what about yourself? I think my most challenging bake was uh, the macaron charlotte that I made on Cookie Week. Um, mm. Just just because it was, it was maybe a bit too ambitious of a bake for the time we actually had. Um, like, I had practiced it, but it was it was borderline realistic, and and at this point I was I don't know I I had not started really reassessing my bakes. Um, so yeah, obviously you saw the show; it didn't turn out very well. Um, and and I, I I know I know why it was just it was just <laughs> too many components, too much waiting time, too much setting time for some components for the three hours and a half or four hours we had for that bake. Um, there's also a couple of challenges that I, I did resonate with less, uh, just in terms of flavor or components, like the rasmalai cake. I never really liked my rasmalai cake, so I didn't feel very connected to it, and that made it a little bit challenging. And, and you can see it in the episode. Uh, but the bake that I was the most proud of is uh, my uh, cookie boat sculpture. Yeah, um, that was outstanding. I I liked the flavors of it, and I was really proud of the the engineering, and it, it was very that kind of like united some of my interests. I, I really like playing Lego and assembling that boat felt just like it. So yeah. I love Lego too. So like, <laughs> yeah, same. <laughs> Did you know that Loic used to contribute to a Lego um, blog on Instagram? No, really? An official Lego blog. Yes. Wow. <laughs> Very cool. Oh, wow. But what would that entail, Loic? So are you like building things, like creations, and then you would share... So the the blog we were doing posts every day, uh, and basically we we have like a variety of avenues, but we're mostly uh, analyzing techniques from builds that uh, people wow. do. So for example, we'll be like, okay, like how do people like build trees, or how do people build like rounded walls, or how do people build waves? Or sometimes we'll choose a specific brick and be like, okay, how do people use that Lego element in a variety of creative ways and kind of like God. dig. So yeah, we were a Lego recognized fan media and I had to tone my implication down when we uh, started the baking show because I was very busy, but yeah. Wow. Wow. That's Lego amazing. community. That, well, and like Lego where it's like, when I say I, I like Lego and I do Lego, <laughs> I just like buy the sets and do that. And I'm like, cool, great. What an accomplishment. Like I followed instructions, right? Like you're doing the like, <laughs> like this piece and how do you, that's so cool. Wow. Eventually, I'll make a cake of Lego. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, Looking forward to that. that. That's a Lego ideas submission for, you know, GCBS or like all of oh, that. That'd be that's... so fun. There you go. Um, and Candice, what about yourself? Uh, for me, my least or hardest bake was the, the cookie sculpture uh, for Spice Week. I just, I had the idea. I didn't really... Mm-hmm. I, I just couldn't convert it to something that was like actually sculptural in a way that 
um, that I was happy with. I didn't love my practice bake and I, but there's, there's also no time, right. To change anything significantly. So, and then, um, and then actually was doing okay during the challenge until I just, I couldn't get a quick caramel to form to save my life. And without glue, you don't have a sculpture Mm. (laughs) and then you just run out of time for everything. And so I just, I really wasn't happy. You know, I think I've watched every episode that's aired like four or five times. And that one, it was like, I think maybe twice. And I was like, I'm not going to watch that one ever again. Yeah. <laughs> it's done. That's out of my mind. And it's sad to me because I really, um, you know, like, you know, Loic and Kemi are saying, like, when you connect to a bake, it's more, you know, it's just that mm-hmm. much more special. And um, and I love the city. I love Toronto. We're immigrants to Canada, my family. And uh, I grew up in, in Toronto. I really don't see myself, like, living anywhere else. And there's so much about it that I, I really love. And so for me, it was like a a love letter to the city that really went, <laughs> really went bad. <laughs> but anyway, um, and then the bake I was most proud of, oh, probably, I mean, there was a lot of meaning in my finale bake, my uh, showstopper with the, the, the show called it uh, my family garden. It was really my dad's garden. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, 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 it there's a lot of components in there that uh, were about my journey on the show in, in terms of flavors from previous audition bakes or you know some of the aesthetics and then also just like my my parents right and everything they did they, they did for me so I think that's probably one of my uh favorite bakes from the the show anything that was really closely tied like the rasmalai and the my bread week showstopper like those are all like probably the closest to to family and and the ones I like the most. Yeah. Well, the garden cake, Candace was it was it was gorgeous. The like the color of the blues, but the what you pulled off um, with the imagery, it really was. So uh, I, I hear you on the family connection. Thanks. That's so wonderful. It's really lovely. Yeah. Um, so we don't want to take up too much more of your time. So um, we'll we'll have like a, a final question, but before. For that, for for each of you, so because this is our first time doing a group interview with the bakers, <laughs> so I just sort of feel like this could be this could be fun. And like you said, you've all developed such beautiful friendships. So okay, we'll go one by one. Um, if you could describe Loic with one word, what would it be? Candice with one word, what would it be? Camila with one word, what one would it be? word. That's so hard. You're making it so difficult. <laughs> or or a sentence, whatever. That's that's fine. But I just sort of figure like how how do you yeah like you know what's what's I'm, like I'm you know it's joy it's whatever. <laughs> well, I can go for Loic. So Loic adventurous, hundred uh, percent. Mm. And then for Cami, mm. Cami, I think I need two words. So I'd say like, like just the biggest heart, and that comes through in her bakes. Kemi. I love it. I wanna cry. I, I will I will I will say that Kemi is the daring one. Um oh. and Candice is the caring oh. one. Love that. Yeah. So sweet. And this <laughs> made me discover IKEA meatballs just before the finale. Saved <laughs> okay. me oh. with the cake. Uh briefed me on all the, the signature, the technicals that we actually guessed. <laughs> like um, like I'd never been to an IKEA before. And for some reason, IKEA was the only place in Toronto that had elderflower, um, yeah. like syrup. Mm, yes, yes. yes. So we went to IKEA, and Loic was like, "I've never been to an IKEA." So we took him in. It was very overwhelming, but like both Candice <laughs> and I, like, are the type of people that will like live in IKEA. 
<laughs> and like was like, okay, <laughs> this is enough. And, and then it was like, what do you mean you've never <laughs> had an Ikea meatball? Did you actually have the meatball? Yeah, we did like a family dinner that night. So I got the roast yeah, and, really... uh, and the meatballs. And did we did do elderflower. Oh, I had the jam. I think I'd left over. Uh, the uh, yeah, they didn't jam. have lingonberry jam there that day. So I think I left over like jalapeno pepper jelly or something. And we used that instead. And uh, our fridges were stocked mm. with like leftovers from previous bakes. Right. So <laughs> <laughs> it was fun. Yeah, in Toronto, I really felt like Candace was making me discover the world. <laughs> this, discovered a big smoke with Candace. I, I was going to say, um, for Loic, I would say it's committed, like, mm. to, to so many things and in so many ways, right? Like, he was committed to making this season the best season, and I think, yes, we did succeed. <laughs> I'm not biased or anything. Um, <laughs> but, like, to friendships too, right? Like, traveling 22 hours to Colombia mm-hmm. for a weekend for a wedding coming all the way to Toronto for the showing um mm. you know like that takes commitment <laughs> um yeah and and for Candace I, I I think I also need two words um oh there's there's a word in Spanish <laughs> this is so hard but it's like the person that is like always always making sure that that about people I oh, like mm. the the person that checks in, right? That that is mm. aware of like, you know, <laughs> people. <laughs> you know, it's so, like if, if she knew I was sad about something, she was the first person to like check with me, right? She would wake me up in the mornings because she knew I was usually late. Um, like she would check on my like wounds if she knew they were like not healing great. Um, stop for ice cream and like she remembers the things people like and the people the things people don't like, right? Um. There's there's a very good word. I think it's the the, the best translation might be aware, but mm. of people, <laughs> um, yeah. you know. And and it it was, I think, such a good combination to have in the final because it was such a stressful time in my life, um, and I don't think I would have like psychologically made it out without constant like. So to wrap it up here. Uh, we ask this anytime we interview bakers on the show. What advice would you give to aspiring bakers who want to get on the show? I think it's 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 don't give up, but also be yourself, right? So like keep trying. Yeah. Um, but I think if if you let you come out and and just really be your authentic self, like for during the interview process and audition process and everything like that. And then if you make it on the show to like actually just be you, because like you heard today, how are the bakes that we love the best were the bakes that were closest to who we are and, and uh, you know, as people and, and reminded us most of family. And, and there's a reason for that because that love translates into, into the bake. So, and you can't do that if you're, you know, some, I don't know, image you think that a baker should be on this show, right? Like you just need to be you and, and Canada will love you. That's amazing. Camila. I think maybe it's, it's a bit more practical advice, but like, I feel like a lot of people will hyper-focus on like being great bakers, which is obviously part of it, but like it's still a show, right? Um, and, and I think like taking a page from like how much Loic enjoyed that part of it as well. Um, I, I, I kind of wish that I would have thought more about it, but like the fact that you're able to like talk to your bakes, right? 
Like I, I realized it's mm. something I do a lot because people often come to my house when I'm baking. So I am used to chatting with people. But like you do need to be comfortable like doing both things at the same time, right? Like chatting with people while you're baking and like explaining your bakes. And like even if they're not like the most technically perfect bakes, like I, I, I didn't know how to temper chocolate before I made it, like when I made it into the show and I learned on the way. So like you can always learn the techniques on the way. Um, but but like for the interviews and stuff, like you you do want to be yourself, but you want that to be able to shine through when you're like baking, right? Um, mm. And and I think like it's a perfect example of that happening like on TV on the show, like how how much of like his personality comes through with amazing bakes, but like also like all the quips and like like how much fun, like pure fun he was having in the tent is something that is both a good thing to get you in and also something that will make your experience all the more fun. That's amazing. And and now Loic, our season seven winner, final word to you. Wow, well, so, so many so many things were said. I think I think when you walk in the tent and you're comfortable with everything that's gonna happen, and that involves so many things. That involves knowing your basics so well, but that involves like being comfortable with what you're gonna bake, what you're gonna wear, like basic getting rid of every sort of like distraction or things that you don't love. Like Candace said, mm -hmm. just allows you to be fully there looking forward for the moment where they bring your stand because you love the stand on which you're going to present that bake, loving your colors because you're looking forward to opening that food coloring and getting messy, loving your puns because <laughs> you're looking forward for when the hosts come. So I would say like, yeah, if you want to be on the show, make sure that everything you bring to the show is something that you're looking forward to. And if you're not looking forward to it, just find another ideas. There's so many ideas out there and take the time to like really find things that you want to engage with. And that will make you feel good when you're there. Amazing. Amazing advice from the most amazing bakers. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> it was it was such a fun season. It's been so fun to watch. And, and we really appreciate you all taking the time here today uh, uh, to, to speak with us and look back on your time on season seven. It's, it's again, it's been so fun to watch. And it just has been like, uh, uh, it's it's kind of cool after the fact hearing like you guys sort of went in with the goal of we want this to be the most amazing season and like it was. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, thank you for getting us together. We love getting together. It's just like a little family reunion. And once thanks again. for yeah. it's super fun. <laughs> yeah, and thanks for doing like week? what you're doing. I think as a, a fan of the show, uh, for you know first, and then and then obviously being a baker, it, <laughs> it, it's it's. It's um, hearing you, what you guys think of the of the episode is very uh, it's just another perspective. Right. And it's interesting. And it's, you know, um, and I and I really appreciate it. Like, I really enjoyed it. I had a great time listening to to these episodes. And, and then when I went all the way back to season one and listened through, like, it was just a lot of fun. So. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> and, and like, oh. it's also so fun as a baker to relieve it. Right. Like I watch it and yeah. usually I watch it with other people. Um, but then like I listen to the show and like there's things I didn't catch when I was watching it. Um, and like you guys will highlight it and then I'll go back and watch it again and be like, yeah, that did happen. That is cool. Right. Like it, it's, it's like we're getting like more content out of like each episode, which is yeah. super fun. Oh, a lot of people so were talking about like this idea of reliving the experience and this is mm -hmm. really not how that worked for me like for me every viewing is just like a continuation of the experience and your podcast does the same it's just it's just 
it, the, the story keeps going and we keep adding to it. It's not kind of like just revisiting. It, it really means more than that. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of fun to build a little, build a little universe, build a little GCBS universe. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, thanks again. And we hope that you've enjoyed listening to our interview here with Camila, Candice and Loic. Thank you so much thanks. for having us. Thank you. All right. So those were the interviews. My gosh. So what a fun time. Stuff. What a fun time. Yeah. What a fun. And our first, um, group interview interview. (laughs) or trio it was really fun it was so funny because and they were they were the ones who wanted to to do it i was like oh yeah we can just schedule them so and they're like what if we all just did it as a group great idea which i mean they're such good friends so why not even even better idea so thank you so much for listening again we said this in our holiday episode but just it has been such a pleasure and so much fun and thank you again for listening thank you to the bakers for their time to production for all of their efforts and for being so courteous with us and we will return for the next season um if you've been following us for for years you know that we basically go hard dark after it's yes yes but we'll return so don't unfollow keep subscribed yes and we will return for season eight thank you so much everyone thank you bye bye the cooling rack is a messenger bag media podcast for more on how messenger bag media could be your business's one-stop media shop visit messengerbagmedia.ca